Hey guys, it's been it's been a crazy few weeks for me recently. It's been almost like I just flipped the switch on my life. You know, I had a few months. Like it was like two months worth of just free time. It was time for myself, time where I didn't have any responsibilities, nothing to stress over. The worst thing I had to stress over was whether I was actually working out or not. Um, gave me a lot of time to experiment to get me. You know, I wanted to kind of change my routine around, change everything around. Went through a pretty like motivation was non-existent for a little bit so i went through that type of thing but this summer's been interesting it's taught me a lot but recently i've had to just flip the switch on my life you know it's it's just responsibilities have all come back because of university responsibilities and being um on the committee for societies and having to sort all those things out and it's all coming up on the start of the university start of the academic year it's one of the busiest parts of the year right so all these responsibilities just been shoved back onto me and I wanted to talk about um, in this episode a model which I think I've talked about before in very brief details, maybe mentioned it here and there, but there's no solid, you know, like there's no solid thing about it. There's no solid um, episode about it, which I think allows me to explain it um, briefly. And I have talked about this, like, sections of the model before. I've talked about the five types of well-being. I've talked about the life filter. But those are just sections in the entire model. It's not really... Those are just things that you can implement, but they all go together. I wanted to talk about this model just by itself and how it can help you organize and sort out your life when things get a bit stressful, when things go a bit alright. And talk about some of the other sections, such as uh, mini vacations, mini holidays, sorry. Um... Uh, um, a bit of a, an idea from the four hour work week um uh the, the book the four hour work week it's it's um, it's an amazing idea i love to do it i'm going to talk about a few things i do in terms of my daily routine this may or may not be a long one yet i don't have a clue um but by the time that you're listening to this you'll be able to see how long it is so um it probably will be so uh you know get a drink or go out for a walk or something and um yeah let's just get on with the episode so yeah so briefly to start with i'm going to go over the the things i've already talked about on this podcast it's already episodes and the life filter and the five types of well-being so i'm just going to briefly go over them and um if you go onto my i'll go onto my profile go onto the podcast profile you'll be able to see the episodes that go through them in more detail so um do that i may or may not do another episode um and just you know kind of revive it because i know the life filter one was from ages ago when i wasn't really too serious about this podcast but anyways, let's get let's just get on with it. So the, the entire model or the mechanism is just I haven't named it yet. It's just a mechanism which I use to organize my life to kind of get myself back into back into you know habits, back into the flow state. You know, I have um, and I will start off. I'll talk about this more you know after I talk about the first thing. I'll talk about this in the last part of the mechanism. But um, I'll briefly mention it mention it here. The way that I structure my 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 days, my months, my weeks, whatever you want to do is I have I like to do little sprints, and a lot of people will say, "Oh, that's not really good. That doesn't work." But it works for me. Um, it ends up being a marathon because over time, I you know I get on with it. But um, on a day to day basis, on a weekly basis, I have sprints, and then I have mini holidays, which I'll talk about later on. And then doing so. Sometimes you can get burnt out very, very quickly. I personally, I just, um, it works for me. I've tailored this towards me. These are, this mechanism, I feel like everyone should have a mechanism which allows them to, to bounce back, allows them to, you know, a system in place. But this is my own tailored one. You can take tips from it. You can copy it entirely. Um, from what I say, from, from my podcast, I talk about it quite a bit. However, I won't say don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, please don't. It's tailored towards me. It's tailored towards my things. And I won't lie to you. I am quite different in a lot of ways in terms of how I work and how I structure. So I would probably the first thing I would say is read and read, you know, the the books which catch your eye and that talk about this type of these types of things. Talk about um, ways to, you know, ways to bounce back, ways to get out of a dump, you know, look at YouTube, there's, um, there's YouTube channels that focus all on this, right, the whole self, um, self-improvement um, part of YouTube, right, so these are all things which I, I used initially, but now, um, after doing so for a couple of years, I've been able to form this mechanism, which <laughs> it works every time, 
Honestly, it works every time. In fact, I've actually just implemented it into my life recently because of that low motivation phase, uh, phase that I had, that I talk, talked about at the start. That ju I just got out of that and I used this mechanism to get out of it. So, um, first off, the five types of well-being. I've talked about this, I've got an episode about it, an episode that talks all about it in depth. Um, so briefly, it's a it sections off your life into five things. Uh, physical well-being, mental well-being, social well-being, financial well-being, and spiritual well-being. I know there's other variations of this whole well-being model out there. That this is just the one that I use, and um, I don't use it in the way that other people do um, because I use it in almost every single part of your life. I truly believe that your well-being is the most important thing for you. Um, your well-being is is top priority and where people say money buys happiness and freedom and all of this is just trying to get you to have good well-being so i put well-being at the top and i section off into five types of well-being and i believe i haven't come across a thing which hasn't uh, been been able to be you know uh categorized into these five so Physical is obviously your diet, your exercise, your downtime and me time, and also um, your sleep. Your mental is your meditation, your journaling, you know, your note taking, that type of stuff. And um, social is family and friends. And anything outside of that isn't a priority. So that's why I stop it at family and friends. Um, maybe if you are really close to the colleagues um, at work, add them as well. Financial is, I really base mine all around remote living, um, gaining a, a monetary goal and also having financial freedom. And I do, I, I, I use that term loosely. I don't use it in the term of what you see a lot of these people online using it as, you know, something which, you know, is, oh, it's 100K a month and or it's 10K a month and you're going to be able to do anything you want when you'll become finance. I don't use it in that sense and I will never use it in that sense. I believe financial financial freedom is truly and utterly, if I had to put a, a monetary value on it, I'd probably say it's 70 to 80K. Anything above that, I, I believe, 70 to 80K a year, by the way. Anything above that, you tend to put money at the forefront and I don't believe that is truly where you, you actually attain peace in life. So... Um, that's very different and I also use it in the term of it's up to you is what works best for you it's a personal thing you know whatever uh, whatever amount of money allows you to live the life that you want to live that is the benchmark of financial freedom for you so if that is 10k a month that's 10k a month if it's like 3k a month it's 3k a month if it's whatever allows you to live the life that you want to live um and that's financial, spiritual. Um, I'm a Muslim. It is heavily dependent on that. Um, and as a Muslim, or Muslims believe that Islam is a guidebook for a whole way of life. It teaches you how to do everything. It teaches you how to do everything from eating to sleeping to praying to um, interacting with people. Um, how to, you know, if you how to start a business, how to run a business properly. It goes through all of these things. It's it really sections off all parts of your life. So, it, when I look at uh, when I look at uh, my Notion dashboard, which I'll talk about later on um, after this a whole mechanism talk, I will talk about Notion and actually open up Notion on my laptop and actually take you through it verbally. And one part I have is Notion, and I actually have a part where I um, actually label on my, on my dashboard. So the first thing I see every day is I actually have all of these things. Um, what physical well-being entails what mental well-being entails what social well-being financial etc etc and in the spiritual well-being it has one word and all it has is akhira which basically means afterlife what happens after death that is as a muslim it should be in your mind at all times and every single part every all the other four parts of this model and they all wind into this they all are in this spiritual well-being right so there's nothing i can really say which truly can can it can encompass this apart from it is thinking of your afterlife more than the life that you're living at the moment so that's the spiritual well-being that's uh that's the five types of well-being briefly gone over um and these little subcategories that i've kind of mentioned in this are essentially 
everything that is a priority for me. And, and as I said at the start, it's a very personal thing. So I'll talk about how I implement it into my life. And you know, you may you may be able to take some some advantage of it, some some tips and tricks from it. But that's really all it is. So these are the things that are important to me. So in physical, it's the diet, sleep. It's, it's actually it's a book by a Dr. Rangan Chatterjee, I think his name is. Um, it's called the Four Pillar Plan, and it goes over all this. It goes into all the science behind it about you know cortisol levels, how to avoid diabetes, um, different types of movements which you can do, and it goes through the four pillars of health essentially which is diet exercise rest and sleep and it gives you tips for them all how to optimize your life according to these and how to optimize your health and it really it's really it's really good book i'd suggest going on to it i'm actually going to go um, and do an in-depth um, analysis of the book and how it kind of links to my life how i how when i read it how i contextualize it and how i actually use it but um this whole physical well-being is heavily dependent on that it's taken a lot of inspiration from that book so I would really go check it out. Mental, it's just because those are the things that are important to me. I really take um, pride and place great importance on, well, you know, like peace of mind, on mindfulness, on knowing yourself and self-awareness. So those, that's why I have those things. Social is because those are my priority. Family, friends always come always come at top financial i mentioned it in there and spiritual i also mentioned it in that so th that's why these things are very important to me and it's a very personal thing and these subcategories as long as you keep physical mental social financial and spiritual the five types of well-being constant those subcategories can um can also change right and they can also be different those are the things that differ from one to another so that's how the five types of well-being works it's a very, very, it's a very, very interesting model. For example, when I set goals, um, I have a, again, to my Notion dashboard, my quarterly goals section, so a tri-monthly goal, is sectioned into these five types of well-being. And the goals that I have are the goals that I am first and foremost striving for. Those are sectioned into these five types of well-being because otherwise, anything outside of it, anything outside of these five types of well-being doesn't matter. To me, I haven't, I haven't, as I said before, I haven't come across something which matters to the point where it needs to have a whole other section in the five types of well-being you know um and if not it can always be sectioned down into smaller categories and therefore put sections into it you know so these are the things which i could really i i really place a great importance on this mod on this part of the model because it helps me organize helps me set goals and my plans often revolve around this um and this is more so a starting point. It's something which changes quite often, but it's not something which you can really, org uh, well, sorry, it's the majority of the process, but it's not the starting point, sorry. The life filter is the starting point, um, which I'll talk about now, actually. So the life filter, it's, I've also, it's the very first thing I actually talked about on this podcast, funnily enough. Um, I talked about the life filter. It's, it was ages ago, honestly, it was ages ago. Although I wouldn't even blame you if you forgot about it. But um very first episode I did, and it's the second model I created after the five types of well-being. It's essentially four filters that you put every single thing in your life. You can put people through it, you can put things that you own through it, you can put um decisions through it, you can put uh experiences through it, anything you can put through this filter. And as the name suggests, it literally whatever comes out and passes through this filter will be good for you and it's a way which i help minimize my life declutter um keep myself stress-free actually if, if i'm worrying about something i'll section it off into whether it's um one of these uh, four filters or more or one or more of these filters and then see how it ties into five types of being and then i'll see how much priority i need how much of a priority it is for me and therefore you know where it can go and how i can actually work towards it and work towards completing it and achieving it so well what are these four filters you might ask well the four filters are as follows it's things which make you healthier happier smarter or richer if it does not allow you to get to go through one of these four then it is not a thing in your life. it should be discarded um pretty quickly as well and this sounds and this is the part which when i so whenever i've talked about when i've talked to other people about this model um like my friends and stuff they've been like this is like this is the narcissistic part of this model um it's a really selfish part of this model but i 
I believe it's necessary. I believe you have to be selfish with your life when it comes to things which can affect you mentally. Or bringing it back to it, can affect your five types of well-being. If it can affect you in a physical sense, in terms of they hinder your, your progress in exercise, if they hinder your mental peace, if they hinder your financial success, if they, hand, if they you know, if they sabotage your akhirah, your, your spiritual sense, it's, it's important to be selfish when it comes to things that affect these parts of your life and um this is this is how it works so you can do it with things for for example i have my speaker here all right does it make me healthier not really does it make me smarter um if i listen to a podcast <laughs> it might do does it make me richer certainly not i had to spend money to buy the speaker but does it make me happier it does it really does make me happier it allows me to um listen to podcasts when i'm outside when i'm inside my phone speaker doesn't really project as as loud as I really want it to. When I'm listening to it on the TV and there's other people in the house, it can be too loud. This really allows my life to become very, very simple. Um, I do listen to a lot of podcasts, so this really helps me. Um, the same thing is through my AirPods, although my AirPods actually help me become healthier because when I'm at the gym, um, it allows me to, you know, it allows me to, to, to fully work properly. Um, these things also help my spiritual well-being because I'm able to listen to the Quran when I'm um, through them. I'm able to listen to podcasts, which, you know, would increase my Islamic knowledge. It allows me to become, you know, it affects my physical well-being because, you know, I can learn things from it. So these things help me. For example, tissue boxes. You might be like, well, what does it do? I'm not going to lie to you, if I didn't have a tissue box, I would be very unhappy if I had a runny nose, right? There are some things, for example, a medical kit, which are very circumstantial things. A tissue box is one of them. So when it's circumstantial, you need to, you need to reflect on just how often you're going to use it, how important is it, and therefore how many of that thing do you have? For example, if you have 90% of your med kit is paracetamol, right, and you have about one bandage, chances are you're not going to need that much paracetamol so you can chuck that out discard that and bring in some more bandages plasters that type of stuff that's how this model works um it works more with constant things for example my laptop my laptop can make me richer um because it helps me learn skills which will allow me to get a job um it allows me to go through university um it allows me to become smarter because of the things that I do through that. It allows me to learn because I can access PowerPoints from university. I can access courses through my laptop. It also makes me happier because of the things that I can do through it. Um, for example, YouTube, for example, communicate with friends, for example, Discord, all those types of things. Um, and it also makes me healthier because I can look up things. For example, I look up a lot of recipes on low-calorie, low high-protein recipes when I'm, when I'm cutting. So I can do that through here. And those of you guys who are listening, I am I am on a cut still, all right? You might not think I am, but I am. Anyways, um, I just know one of my mates is going to text me when they listen to this. and going to be like, you're still fat, mate. I know. Uh, but anyways, um, so there's things which, you know, go through all four of the filters. There's things which make you healthier and happier and smarter and maybe even richer, you know? And there's things which may only go through one of the filters. Now, this is where the priorita prioritization comes into it. The more filters it goes through, the more priority you should really put into your life, right? Unless it's to do with your spiritual well-being, I always put that top. After that, priorities come with how many filters it goes through, and that's how important it should be in your life. For example, um, oh, yeah, my laptop, for example, my phone, my phone. Let's use my phone for as an example. Does it make me happier? Yeah, because because you know I can play games on it. I can listen to um I can listen to podcasts on it. I can communicate with my friends through it. I can you know do a bunch of stuff on this. Um, phone is really important. It's also essential. Um, to contact my parents and that through if I'm if I'm ever in need of something or whatever. Contact my friends. Does it make me healthier? Uh, yeah, because it allows me to you know at the gym. It allows me to look things up on the spot. It allows me to um, track my calories um, through my fitness pal. It allows me to you know so it helps my diet. It allows me to put an alarm on so I'm waking up and going to sleep at the same time every single day. It allows me to do all these types of things. Um, does it make me richer? Well, in the past it has, right? It, not at the moment it doesn't because I'm not really doing anything in terms of um, that on my phone. But in the past it has. 
So it does have the potential to do that. And it has what and it has done that before. Does it make me smarter? Or oh, hell yeah, man. It does. The amount of podcasts I've listened to on Spotify through my phone that I've just increased my knowledge knowledge in terms of gym, in terms of diet, in terms of happiness, in terms of just overall business. That's been all that's all been through my phone. And I wouldn't be able to do that because usually when I go out on a walk, I have my phone on me and that's where I listen to podcasts through. So a phone is one of them. Laptop is another one. However, if you buy something in the soup, uh, you know, out when you go out shopping and it's like, it's, it's a hoodie, let's say. It's a hoodie, right? It's a piece of clothing. Yeah, it's not going to make you smarter. It's not going to make you richer. It's certainly not going to make you healthier unless it's like some sportswear. It's, but it's a hoodie from H&M, let's say, right? It's a H&M hoodie. It's not going to make you healthier, smarter or richer. So now you've got to see, okay, is it going to make you happier? And it's not going to make you happier if you already have about 10 hoodies because you won't even, that hoodie won't even be special to you. It won't even make, mean anything to you because you have 10 other ones. Do you see what I mean? So there's different ways you can apply this, but you have to be rigorous with it and you have to be honest with yourself. You have to have a level of integrity to be able to fully implement this, 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 this part of the model. And as I said, it comes first. So the life filter is things where you minimalize, you declutter and you, um, like half organize organize halfway that this so this comes first and then you tie everything that comes out of the life filter into the five types of well-being and that's where you can organize the the latter half you can plan set goals such and so forth now we get on to the next part of the of the mechanism and yes we are still talking about the same mechanism um uh the next part is mini holidays i actually well, my mom is currently reading at the moment, but I read it. Um, I read the book um, before her called The Four Types. Sorry, The Four Hour Work Week. It's a great book. Uh, it's written by Timothy Ferris. Yes, Timothy Ferris. I've got it right. Um, and it basically talks about you know how people you know they'll work for quite a few months and then they'll have like a massive holiday, like a two week holiday or something, or like a or like a three week holiday sometimes. And they'll come back and they'll work another like the whole year and they'll wait till the summer holidays. It talks about allowing yourself to have loads of different holidays throughout the year. They're just like you know smaller. Yeah. yeah. For example, he talks about a daily holiday where he talks about the end of a day. He always takes time for himself. It's me time. Um, he talks about at the end of the week to take a day out, maybe Sunday, Saturday, and you know take a little holiday out. Maybe go out for a little day trip. Maybe take that day for just you. You know, just you. For me personally, I monthly I take myself out on a date. Um, it's real fun. I, I literally, it's a whole day to myself. I do whatever I want. I um go to. I've been to restaurants by myself. I've been to the cinema by myself. I've been shopping by myself. I've been. Um, I've done loads of different activities by myself. Um, and it's just a day for me. You know, it's a day. It's a day away from everyone. Away from anything that I really, you know, it's part of my daily life, it's just me, time for me, if I want to sit down with my thoughts, I'll just go on a walk, I'll just go exploring, I'll go on my bike, I'll probably cycle up to, I don't know, Chase Water, or which is about an hour, an hour cycle away, about 45 to an hour cycle away, um, or I'll go Canuck if I'm feeling really, really up for it, um, which is about two hours away, um, which is like a whole day, it's like a six hour round trip, so, Gives me a lot of time for myself. Gives me a lot of time to, you know, fully understand myself as a person. And, you know, these things, these mini holidays are so important. And the way that I do it is quite literally like that. I have a daily one, which is my me time at the end of the day. Um, I usually include that into my evening routine, which I'll talk about later on. And then I have a weekly one, which is one day a week. It's just me. It's just for me, right? Only one day. I don't have two days like, like the weekend. I just have one day just for me. But I don't do anything on that day. I don't do anything. It's, it's like nothing to do with work or responsibilities. It's just me. And then once a month, I'll also have it as well. And that's how I that's how I do it. Any other times, for example, with friends, that will be on that day where, you know, it's just for me. But that is that that's made up because I'll have my daytime at the end of the day. And the next week. I have it there. So it allows myself a bit of flexibility with it. It allows myself to have these little holidays, allow these little times for myself. Um, I personally get this a lot from my mom. All right. Well, both my parents, but my mom, my mom has um, had it quite often, um, quite often, you know, 
she takes these holidays out, holidays out as like a special event almost. My dad, it's almost like this daily routine. His daily routine is when he comes back from work, he, that, that's his me time, right? Um, and my mom makes it more of an event. <laughs> and she'll like announce it to the whole house. She'll, she'll announce it. She'll um, make sure everyone knows that she's just there. And if we walk into the room and she's watching a movie or something, she's just there. <laughs> right? She'll make sure everyone knows it's not time. And she's really strict with it. Um, and my dad also, when when he's watching a movie, he's really strict with it. And he just, they just sit there. And they just do it because that's their idea of relaxing. For me personally, watching a movie isn't so relaxing. So for me, it's just, it's in my room, you know, it's in my room, lying on my bed, or I will go out for a walk, or, you know, I'll be in nature, I'll do something away from a screen, and that's my idea of relaxing, and that's when people know that, you know, it's just my time, and when I go cycling, for example, cycling is amazing, it's one of my favourite exercises, one of my favourite forms of activity, um, I'll cycle, for example, I told you, Burntwood, it's about an hour away from mine, that entire hour, my phone is in my pocket, I only check it to, see, to check my Strava to see how far I've gone, what speed I'm going, such and so forth. And also, um, I might check it for, um, I might check Google Maps, see where I'm going, make sure I'm going the right way if I'm taking a different route that day. That's it, you know. Uh, Spotify once or twice, but I have a playlist on, so yeah, it's all right. So that's me time, and that is the time that I take for myself. Those are the mini holidays for myself. And a lot of people don't allow themselves that. It's not that they don't give them, it's that they don't actually allow themselves to have that time off, to have that time to themselves. They think they need to be working, working, working because that's what's going to get them forward. That's what's going to bring food to the table. That's what's going to achieve their goals. And in reality, all that does is, is okay, I'm going to compare uh, your your mind and your work ethic to, to your muscles. For example, in the gym, when you're lifting, for example, you're doing, um, you're doing squats. You're going up and down, up and down, up and down, right? You're up and down, you're on your 8th, 10th rep, um, 8th rep, something like that, right? And suddenly your legs get tired, right? They, they, they almost feel like they can't work as hard as any, anymore. Because it's been continuous effort for the past, you know, maybe 30 seconds or whatever. That is normal because you haven't given them time to rest. And that's why we have rest periods in, in, in gym. That's why you have to rest between sets because it allows your muscles to come back up to scratch and work out at least a high enough um, power output, a higher, a higher enough capacity, sorry, to actually to actually encompass growth. And this is the same with our work ethic. Your work ethic is like a muscle. If you don't allow it rest, if you don't give it time to rest, it will get tired, it will get fatigued, and it will build up. And eventually you'll have a massive burnout and you won't be able to work for it. You'll just be burnt out completely, overworked. Mentally, you will be fatigued, stressed, gone, gone is the only, the best word, to, your mind will be gone, right, and that's why mini vacation, that's why mini holidays, sorry, are so important to me, anyways, and I know it is for, to quite a few people, or at least it will benefit quite a few people, anyways, let's move on to the last part of this, I've been rambling on about these holidays for a while, um, intense zones and light zones, and the periods I have them, within them, um, I talked about this briefly at the start, but what I like to do is over time, if you look at it in a long period of time, it's a marathon, you know, it, you know, you always hear that quote, it's a marathon, not a sprint, blah, 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 blah. I don't personally like that. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'll tell you the reason why I don't like it is because when you say it's a marathon, not a sprint, that just means that you're just, you keep on going until you finish. And that's not healthy. For me, what works for me, well, it's not healthy for me anyways, what works for me and it kind of ties into that whole mini holiday thing is I like to have numerous little sprints with shorter rest times. Do you get what I mean? So for example, I will go intense for a couple of days and then I might do a bit of lighter work on the third day and I'll go intense again for the next couple of days and I'll go there or I'll, I'll go intense for a week and i'll rest for the next few days right and this sprint period is focused it's intense periods of work and i'm just on it i'm on it however i know myself personally i can't keep that state up for very long so i have these little sprints i call them but over over a long period of time you see it as a marathon because I'm, I'm continuously going forward i'm continuously building on myself and i'm doing a consistent amount of effort each each 
week on a weekly basis at least but on a daily basis it's not always consistent and that's fine that that's actually i would pro i would encourage that you know you don't need to to go out maximum capacity six seven days a week you can go max capacity for four and for the for the other three go a bit lighter go a bit lighter seriously it's it's so important honestly and when i hear people you know like that grind mindset a grind set um like oh, i don't keep waiting 16 hour days let's keep on going let's do it until you succeed don't stop it's toxic bro it's toxic it doesn't work you get overtrained, you get over you get overworked and your mind physically it doesn't work and even if you are able to muster up the motivation and the discipline to actually get onto the desk and do it trust me on this the work you put out there the work you produce throughout that period of time when your mind is still fatigued has not had rest will be at a lower quality than the work you put out two days ago because of the very nature of your brain it needs rest it needs that time to recuperate so that's basically the whole mechanism that i give myself and i'll kind of build on it and the next few things that i have which are my daily necessities and it's things that on a daily basis i need that they, they are like must do's must haves and if i don't do them the day feels incomplete and the day was not as productive as i'd like to get to be and i'm about to go through them now so um the daily daily necessities it's these things are almost like a checklist if if, if I don't get the checklist done throughout the day. Yeah, it's incomplete, isn't it? It's like my day doesn't feel right. It, it's not. It's not the best. I, yeah, this doesn't feel right with me. And the first one on this is something I do. I don't have a specific time in the day. They they encourage to have it at a specific time in the day. I personally don't. Um, it's just whenever I, whenever I feel like I need it, you know. It, it and this thing, this first daily necessity for me is meditation meditation is it works wonders but i'll tell you what i say that it's not like timed at a certain time every day technically it is i have five compulsory ones as a muslim right and you know prayer is essentially a form of meditation if you will i'm not saying that it is i'm saying that in terms of what you do it works in the same way right and when you're praying you have to be focused you have to be completely and utterly cut off from everything around you essentially essentially and you are you know you're reciting stuff and when people meditate they actually encourage you to do all those things so it actually has the same effects on you um but i actually like to do meditation outside of that and like proper meditation outside of that because that's prayer right that's prayer that's me so um you know me praying to god I don't class that as meditation. Um, I know I just said that, you know, it has similar things, but it's similar. It's just not the same, right? And meditation for me, what I like to do is personally, I like to do it lying down. And I like to feel my muscles, each part of my body, from my toes all the way up to my head. Um, and basically like to feel all the muscles, everything that's going on. And then when I work past my, when I've gone through all my muscles, then I go into my respiratory system and I like to feel the breath going in, going out, focus on it. And then once I've fully gone through all parts of my body, I lie there, I lie there in that state for about a minute or two. And I just contemplate, I think, and I, I reflect whether it's on stuff that I've done in the past, whether it's stuff that I did yesterday, whether it's things I'm going to do today, I reflect and that's just a minute right the whole process takes about takes me about 10 minutes to do but it's only around a minute of actual a minute or two of reflection uh most of it is you know feeling your body feeling the feeling each muscle individually and doing everything um individually and specifically you know actually taking time with it take take your time with meditating it's really really cool and what that allows you to do is just calm yourself and who doesn't want calm anyways moving on so next daily necessity is journaling which i like to call life noting um i yeah i made it up on the spot so uh yeah journaling is great it's uh, something i do every day at the end of the, at the end of the day just to jot down everything i actually like writing down things when my mind gets a bit too stressed i like to just write uh, whether it's in my notes um on my phone or actually physically pen to paper i don't mind whatever's nearest to me and i 
I do this any time of the day. Whenever I'm overthinking, whenever my mind's going a bit crazy. However, journaling is saved for the end of the day. It's it's specifically in the evening routine so that I can actually just, just narrate what's happened throughout the day. Anything that's made me sad, anything that's made me happy, anything that's made that was exciting, something different that I did on that day. Anything that happened goes onto that piece of paper. I actually have a book, like, purpose. The, the book's purpose is to journal. And it's almost like I, I treat it like a diary. I treat it like a diary. A diary and a journal are the same thing, right? They're both just saying what's happened throughout the day. And it kind of keeps, it keeps, it, it ends your day with everything written down. And for me, it calms me. It just kind of makes me feel at peace. Like I don't need to remember very many things because everything's written down already. And it gives me a sense of just comfort when I'm going to bed. And I really like that. I know a lot of people who do journal also like journaling for similar reasons so um yeah journaling is great i there's some people who do it in the morning i'm just i'm very confused at what they do or what they actually write about in the morning oh it was a very good sleep i was unconscious for most of the night but very nice sleep i don't know you know i'm just not one of those people who can write in the morning so i do it in the evening um but whatever suits you to be honest with you anyways <laughs> anyways the next one is um another daily necessity is um, exercise. I like to get at least an hour of exercise per day. If I can actually, if my day isn't too busy, I like to get two hours um, of actual like exercise where I sweat. All right. If you don't, I don't. It's not exercise if you don't sweat. Right. So, so start sweating. <laughs> um, yeah. So I usually do it either with cycling, um, a brisk walk. You'd be actually be very surprised at what a brisk walk, a power walk, can do right it's actually like you keep bro it's hard but um yeah cycling is is as i said i've mentioned it earlier in the episode it's one of my favorite things to do um that's usually my go-to form of exercise other than walking um but the gym is the same uh if you do a sport that's the same um for example when i go back to university i'll be doing hockey that's the same so any sort of exercise that you do as long as you're getting at least i think the required amount is 30 minutes a day at least if you're getting about 30 minutes a day where you're actually like build up a sweat that's great i recommend an hour just because an hour is i just recommend an hour in it but that's just what works for me um and it's worked for most people that i know as well so an hour is really where you want to get to if you don't have the time to do an hour half an hour is the bare minimum that you really should be doing um otherwise anything below half an hour is really considered considered a sedentary lifestyle and then you have a bunch of health benefits well health risks which build up and <laughs> there's a lot high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, so on and so forth. Oh, it's a it's it's a it's a whole lot of things, and it won't affect you now. It'll affect you like in a couple of decades. See, we don't even know what the, the effect you have on your body. So, I would suggest at least half an hour. Um. Anyway, moving on. Prayer and Quran. This is coming from the spiritual well-being standpoint. This is coming from a religious standpoint. If you're not Muslim, obviously this won't apply to you. Um. If you are religious, this basically just means some form of religious connection throughout your day if you're not religious then some form of connection with yourself connection with peace connection with family friends i am religious though so it's connection with my holy book and with 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 god with allah and this is prayer and quran i, I set aside half an hour a day where i where i read quran um and it's a solid block of half an hour it's not like 10 minutes here 10 minutes there 10 minutes there it's a solid block of half an hour and um i listen to, to the quran every day um quite quite often pray five times a day obviously um that's just a necessity it's a necessity for every muslim um i would hope so anyways uh so the next one is um what you call it the morning and evening routine so i i have mentioned them before i have morning and evening routines i'm not going to go into what what they entail currently because they constantly change for me it all depends on the the the, the point in life the point of life that i'm in so for example now i'm getting up to a part where i need a lot of organization i need a lot of things that go on so my morning routine is often shorter and my evening routine is often longer just so that i have more time in the morning to do the work because that's when i work best could very well change for you so don't don't feel like you have to be buckled down by your routines they can change right your your, your routines all they are are a way to get you ready for the day or ready for sleep that's that's all it is right because 
they're important states of being when you're awake you have to you have stuff to do when you're asleep you have to recuperate so you can be awake and actually perform best right so they're important things but don't think that you're tied to them no no some people have like oh this is my morning routine and i will never change this because it is the best morning nothing's the best morning routine i can guarantee you anything there's scientific based routines there's personal based routines there's other routines that just pop out of nowhere none of them are the best none of them are the worst they're all just personalized and subjective pick one that is for you and change it when you don't like it change it when you start getting fed up of it i used to wake up a lot earlier than i do now and i won't lie to you when i get back to uni i probably will start waking up a little bit earlier as well however right now it's my time to chill so i don't i go sleep a little bit later i wake up a little bit later um i work a lot more in the, in the um, when it's night and I work a little bit less throughout the day just because that's how I like to do it right now. It can change. Don't tie yourself to one, to one thing. What I would suggest though, despite saying all of that, have at least three rigid necessities of your morning routine and another three for your nightly routine. For example, journaling is a necessity for my evening routine. A cold shower is a necessity for my morning routine. Um, you know, uh, a walk right? A 15 minute walk is a, necess a necessity for my morning routine. The liter of water when I wake up, first thing I do is a liter of water. That's a necessity for my morning routine. There's a bunch of other stuff. Stretching is a necessity for my evening routine. There's a bunch of stuff that I have as necessities for the routines. Everything else around them can change. You can even strip it down to just purely the three necessities. But as long as you have things in place and you have those three things that are rigid, everything else can change. Don't be tied down to one thing. And this really applies to a lot of things apart from your goals. My mom always has a saying. She says, um, and I'm pretty sure she I'm pretty sure she got it from a book, but I don't know where she got it from, if I'm honest. Um, but set your goals in stone and your plans in sand. So um anything apart from your goals, they can change. Don't be tied down to one thing because that will simply limit you to a past self right you're, you're you're always changing or at least i hope you're always changing so your your way of living will always change as well so um contextualize the things that you listen to the things that you hear that you want to implement and make sure they're actually specific for you and not a you that was there a year ago anyways the next one the second the penultimate one is eight hours of sleep i sleep is the most important thing you'll ever do i was listening to a podcast it was a joe rogan podcast i think there was a scientist called matthew something i can't remember dr matthew something he was a sleep scientist basically and he was saying that sleep is so important to the body that if you don't get at least six hours of sleep it's literally considered a form of brain damage now just deep that for one second it's a form of brain damage if you don't get at least six hours of sleep and that's the bare minimum seven to nine hours of sleep is the optimal amount of time for me it's more like eight to nine right i need a bit more sleep just to feel good right that's just me personally some people may only need seven it's subjective but the chance of you being the one percent of people 0.01 percent of people who can survive on like five six hours of sleep not very high it's it's less than one percent so uh seven to nine hours sleep um otherwise it's considered as an actual form of brain damage also brain is so in sleep is so important to your um sleep is so important to your brain sorry that if you don't get enough sleep when you're awake it will try to steal that sleep away from you which is why when you don't have a good night's sleep when you don't have enough sleep you'll like you know you'll daydream more you'll daydream often you'll zone out quite often because that's your body literally taking the sleep from you that's how important it is. So eight hours sleep, that is a bare minimum for me. And I always get it no matter what time I'm going to bed. Unless there is something stupidly important on that one day. I will be getting eight hours sleep. And if I do so, for some reason sabotage that and they get less than eight hours, I will make it up the next night and I'll make sure I get back onto that routine. Right. So sleep, very important, basically. Now, the final one, which I've mentioned a couple of times in this episode is notion it's an incredible platform i i've been using it for a while now notion is uh, notion is essentially a platform where you can just you know you can organize your life you can sort it out and i use it personally just kind of a way to allow myself to stay focused so i have a dashboard of sorts and um i essentially 
I'll talk you through my dashboard verbally um, so you can get a kind of idea of what it's like. So right at the top, I have Siraj's dashboard. Underneath it, I have my favorite ayat from the Quran. Um, it's uh, uh, ayat 16 from Surah Rahman, although it appears like every other ayat in Surah Rahman is um, to which of your Lord's favors will you both deny? It's um, And then I have two videos underneath it, which is one of them is through the morning routine, just to kind of keep me, it's by one of my favorite Muslim YouTubers. Um, so they kind of, it allows me to kind of keep it back. It's kind of like a control morning routine where everything else will stem off this one, basically. And then the, another video, which is basically how to design your life. It's kind of more organization. If things get a bit awry, watch that video, get back on track. Then underneath it, I have a call out where I, has, where I ask myself a question. It's what would 100K per year Siraj think and act and show up in their life? And business and this just keeps that arbitrary number of 100k per year in my mind and that's just a goal for me you know that's uh eight it's about eight and a half thousand pounds a month that's that's 100k a year right so that is actually it's attainable within your life if you strive for the right things and i truly i truly believe that i don't feel like it's out of reach however you have to keep showing up and that's why i've got that there just to keep me in the zone keep me there where i need to be keep me in the mindset where i need to be underneath that i actually have a vision board it's a vision slash dream board whatever whatever you want to call it i've got four sections i've got car i've got, I've got my dream cars there i've got travel this place that i really want to visit when i'm older um, i've got mood so it's like quotes things that kind of you know will get me in the right mentality and then the other one is just cool pictures that i found which is just you know Things that I can look at, you know, just to make me feel good. Um, the pictures which, you know, bring me serotonin, bring me away. You know, I've got like flower, I've got like flower fields and I've got lavender fields because I really like them. I've got LED lights because I really like them. I've got um, hockey because I really like that. I've got a bunch of stuff in that and it's just cool things that I like. Then underneath that, I've actually got a split the page in half and one half of it is um, my favorite Nasheed or favorite song, sorry. And it's a song called Fallen. And then next to it, I've actually got my models and my projects, which is which I have actually been, you know, talking about in this one. I've got, I've got two of them in there right now, um, but I will be adding them. I'll be, I will be adding more to it later on. But right now I've only got five types of well-being and the life filter in there right now. And then they are actually pages in that list. They're actually pages and you click on them, it takes you to a separate page where I, where I explain the models a bit more. So it's easier for me to remember them. You know, sometimes I might go months without looking at them, without using it because I don't need to. And I can just reference back to this and it'll keep me back there. Underneath this, I actually have my quarterly goals um, set out and these are actually set out. I have five categories of goals and you can probably guess they're linked to the five types of well-being. Got two to three goals in each one. Um, so for, for example, physical, I want to get down to 15% body fat. Um, I want to get eight to nine hours of sleep, eight to nine hours of sleep, sorry. Um, and I want to get low calorie, high protein meals in my day. That's basically it. They're not goals as in to attain. They're just cons like consistent goals, things that I should be doing, things that I need to have, right? Second one for mentality, for example, journal every night, meditate for five minutes daily, spend time in nature daily and self date and a monthly self date. That's it. Um, for example, for the last example in this one, for the financial one, learn to code coding languages, consistency on this podcast. Look up and list degree apprenticeships because that's what I want to go into. Um, I want to get into one and read 15 minutes per day. So these things are can be consistent ones, can be um, ones, but basically quarterly goals. These are my quarterly goals. These are things that I want to be doing every single day or at least on the time basis that I've you know, labeled out in the goal. Um, monthly, weekly, daily, by the time that I reach the next three months right quarterly quarter of a year three months if you hadn't guessed that already then underneath that i've got a five types of well-being which i mentioned earlier i mentioned that the, that this model was on my my dashboard it's here it's a five types of well-being and it's goes through physical mental social financial and spiritual and everything that it entails so i'm going to go through them again just in case you forgot from the start of the episode yay it's so physical is diet exercise rest and sleep in mental well-being, it is mindfulness, softening the heart and mind, peace, discipline, and I actually include life noting in there just because I love journaling that much. Then social is healthy relationships, healthy interactions, positive circle and positive outlook. But those are essentially family and friends. Those apply to family and friends. 
Financial is remote living. It is financial freedom or sustenance. I like to call it more. And um, uh, what to call it? Yeah, oh my God, I've lost it. Sorry, hold on one second. Um, and um, 100K per year. So obviously that arbitrary number that I have, it's it's an arbitrary number. It is, it is arbitrary. It's not like I'm aiming for 100K. It's just a goal, right? And if I reach it, I reach it. Yippee-ki-yay. But it doesn't matter if I don't. As I said earlier on, 70 to 80K is is the sweet spot in which I want to really... It's what I want for, sust for sustenance. Um, and then, um, obviously, spiritual is the akhira, is the afterlife, and that's what you need to keep in mind always. Um, underneath that, uh, I actually have a project list where it's actually really cool. It's the one thing I love about Notion is you can create these tables where you can write down projects in the to in the in the to do list, and then you can move them across the table into columns which are in progress or completed, and I love them so much. Um, so this is where my projects are. I can see which ones are actually in progress, which ones are completed. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that's it. And then underneath that, I have journals. So I actually have a, it just says journal. And I've got a link to another page for journals. And in that other page, I've got links to journal one, journal two, journal three, journal four, journal five, and I have the dates next to them and such and so forth. And that's what allows me to kind of keep it concise, but also pretty well organized. And that's my dashboard. That's Notion. And I've got all of that on one page, Notion. I call it my dashboard. It's really cool. And that's every that's not even limiting what you can do with notion um you can do anything it's so personalized it's so amazing it's really cool the only thing that i wish that i think that they would do on that is just kind of have a bit more of a of a tutorial at the start um just to kind of get you to grips with a large majority of the tools um i have to look on youtube for the tools but that's about it youtube has like so many tools, thousands of, of videos on full notion tutorials crafty tricks on notion you know tips and tricks for notion blah, 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 blah. um and it will really help you it will really help it really helps me anyways uh notion is great um if any of you guys want me to talk you through how i made that dashboard or show you what it looks like message me on instagram it'll always be in the description of this episode and it'll be in the description of this podcast in general um but yeah i do hope you enjoyed this episode it was a longer one as i said it's been well, well it's just going past the 52 minute mark now um but i wanted to really bring together those few episodes that i've done in the past about the five types of well-being about discipline and about the life filter i wanted to bring them all together into one and just talk about it a little bit more and a little bit in a concise in a controlled way in which i can just label this as the mechanism and this is everything i need to do also it's a good part for me i can just listen to this and then i'll be like yeah great okay, that's the mechanism that's great anyways um have a good day keep smiling drink some water and um i'll see you on the next one bye